on digital radio, on the app, on your smart speaker, on Twitter, YouTube, Twitch.tv, and Facebook. The Sportscast. Expect the unexpected. The Top 25 Rundown presented by The Sportscast. This is the Top 25 Rundown. And here's your host, Alan West. Welcome to the Top 25 Rundown presented by the Sportscast. Today is February 14, 2025. Subscribe on all your channels, YouTube, Twitter, Twitch.tv, and Apple Podcasts. We are all digital radio. If you are on a podcast, please leave a out tremendously. You can listen to speak your place sportscast. Visit us on the.net, follow us on Twitter, the sportscast one, and check out our cast in the iOS app store. This is 25 run. Happy Valentine's Day. Or day well. I want to talk about Colts because that's what this show is about. Regrettably, though, Kansas City had their parade, and as the final speech was given, gunshots. One person's dead. 22 others were wounded, including 11 children, ages 8 to 15. Now, the hospital for the children says that they are going to be okay. Unfortunately, one person did lose their life. There were a few others that were in critical condition. Others were stable and in a life-threatening injury. We're still going to have to wait to hear about that later on, but it just... It's heartbreaking to hear about that because you want to try to enjoy sports, appreciate sports, love sports, what they are. And this celebration, not only did you have the Kansas City mayor there, you had the governor of Missouri with his wife when the shots rang out. This is more dangerous than ever, and it just... It is so frustrating when you want to try to enjoy life or appreciate things that are going on. It's like saying, this is why we can't have nice things. Because this was supposed to be an epic celebration for a whole in four years. Or five years, either way, if it's... Instead, we're having a report on another mass shooting. This time, we had one person lose their life. We've had kids who were shot and are in the middle of the situation. As of right now, there were three gunmen that were arrested and one video that uh, showed someone gayed and someone attacked one of the gunmen and holding him to the trying to find out if that was one of the one of the ones that was on the video that was captured reported that earlier we're going to wait to find out what 
that, but unfortunately, it's now what we want to talk about here on the sport thing is we can't ignore when situations for life happen. Uh, later on, we'll have Bob Alvison. I'll get his for a minute on that, but it just I wanted to make just about thoughts, well wishes, prayers, and speedy recovery for all involved. So, that being said, let's jump into some college basketball. Syracuse Day at the Carrier Dome. They beat North Carolina 86-79. Actually, it was last night. It was the program's first win over a top-10 team since the 95-91 overtime win of the team. Syracuse 16 straight against AP top 10 teams with the average margin of defeat just under 6 according to ESPN. So, congratulations to Syracuse. We'll see how that goes. And as I was speaking, we are now being joined by Bob Alvis. How are we doing, sir? We're already going. What's up, man? Not much. Uh, before you come on, I made her to mention about the uh, shooting that happened during the championship parade. About that or not? I did. The thing that bothers me the most about that was that uh, over half of the victims where children ages 8, they're all going to be okay, but still that's just something that is inexcusable to have happened in this day and age, at least in my opinion. Yep, I agree. 100%. Well, the thing that was even worse about it, I don't know if you saw some of the information, but apparently the governor was there with his wife and the mayor. So it could have been a lot worse on a day where we were trying to celebrate a championship. And then also you had Ash Wednesday and today being Valentine's Day, which, well, there are many ways we can go about that day right there. So I was just talking about how Syracuse yesterday. And. With them doing so, it was their first beating over a top 10 team since 2019, and the last it was against Duke. Yeah, it's going to take some time for Syracuse, I think, to get it back going, but Adrian Autry, I think, might be the guy. I'm hoping so. I mean, it's going to take some time, like you said, but that one you were placed in Bayheim, it was definitely going to... Yep, absolutely. That, and then I saw that, uh, well, for my favorite team, they head coach today, Chris Holtman, at Ohio State. Yeah, it's it's interesting situation always fire people in the middle of the season. Uh, rumors had it that I read. Uh, Sean Miller's buyout is not huge. Lamont Paris's buyout is not huge. Chris Holt, Chris Holtman was a, a little huge, but I don't know that Ohio State is going to be able to go hire somebody big, big, but 
Lamont Paris has done great things in his first year as a head coach. Obviously, Sean Miller's got a resume and a pedigree. So we'll see what Ohio State does. I mean, the Big Ten's getting going to get bigger, but let's be honest. I mean, basketball is not the cash cow anymore that it used to be. Still, you don't want to go out and lay an egg as the firing shows. So we'll have to see what they do. My fingers crossed. Uh, the buyout for uh, Holman, I believe, is $12.6 million, which while that yep. is a lot of money, that's not as bad as it could have been, and, and it worse. Yep. Now, uh, the thing for Sean, now, uh, you bringing up uh, Sean, what was his name again? Sean? Sean Miller. Yeah, the thing for Sean Miller, the only reason why I think that it would be a little bit cautious about him is just because the issues he had at Arizona. That's what I, I mean. Maybe I would say Arizona, I would say Arizona is not Ohio State, but yeah, I mean, you definitely have that. My point was his buyout is not super large, okay. um, like some people's Fair. buyouts are. So, you know, we'll see. He's de- I know that he's definitely, and if it does work out for him, that's great. Great, but yeah. No. One thing I just thought of off the top of my perfectly fine. Won't be the first time, definitely won't be the last time either. It's going to be interesting. And then also, you know, the transfer points up for yeah. the players now. So if they want to leave the school now, they can without any repercussions. Regular transfer portal for college basketball is until March 18th. So it's... It's going to be interesting and tough at the same time, honestly. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I don't know what um, what goodwill uh, Chris laid with his players that were there. I mean, obviously, when you bring them in, I think there's some uh, loyalty to be had. But, I mean, I'll be honest with you. When you're 4-10 and 10 in the league play, I think a lot of people said would say, do you want to keep those guys or do you not? So we'll see. Yeah, I mean, it just to wait and see. Now, another thing that I had talked about before, uh, you saw this Dartmouth, their athletes are trying to uh, form a union. How uh, are the school men's basketball players looked at as employees? I'm not sure if you heard about that last week or not, but uh, they're given the National Labor Relations Board, the ones who approved that. On Monday, they granted the Dartmouth trustees extra time to request a review of the ruling that uh, said the men's basketball players are employees because it's uh, for Dartmouth, it would be able to create the first labor union for NCAA athletes. Uh, that's gonna be interesting because when Northwest two are the same case, the labor relations board for that one was able to overturn the ruling on that one of case. 
Hell is right now. I think it's going to uh, it's going to make it a harder for the NCAA. Besides issues already having with the NCAA for their lack of institutional control for trying to pick and choose the battles they want to fight or a way to make sure teams are going to be punished after. Is that fair you'd say, sir? I mean, I don't know. I mean, that's, that's a... <laughs> I I I am almost given up on the NCAA when it comes to institutional control. I mean the NIL. Obviously, you let the inmates run the asylum. So, good luck. But good luck on forming the union too. Yeah, pretty much. Although, uh, when you're looking at another uh, Big Ten dumpster fire, you gotta be looking at Michigan basketball right now for the men. Yep. Because right now they're eight and seventeen. Howard has the athletic director's support, which that's good. But I think he's going to make it through this year. If he has another year like this next year, though, I think he's gone. It's always hard to get rid of an alum, but you know, if an alum goes, <coughs> if an alum goes to this record. Uh, you might have to uh, figure out a way to get rid of the alum. So, we'll see. I mean, it just happened with Georgetown and Patrick Ewing. Although, Ed Cooley's trying to rebuild. He's probably at least a year to be able to make a real difference over there. Yeah, but Jawan Howard has not was not as bad as long as Patrick Ewing was bad for. So, that's the True. big difference right there. Yeah, but the difference was Patrick Ewing had a little bit more rope because of what he had done at Georgetown as a player. So, sure. yep. But there was a well, reason I mean, why you got to remember too. Jawan Howard's part of the Fab Five, so it ain't like he just rolled out of bed. And you know, I mean, he's not—he's not some guy at Michigan that played, you know, for a year or two that averaged three point four points per game and five rebounds. I mean, True. this is not a guy that got in on the last. Uh, you know, just on the last two minutes of the game, Jawan Howard's going in. So, like a bench warmer, yes, you know what you're saying. Because no, um, I actually watched the Fab Five week or two ago, so I was able to look at that and uh, see what they were talking about. And I didn't even realize this, but uh, Rob, Rob Palenka, he was actually not realizing. Yep. That. Yep. So, I mean, with him being uh, the GM for the Lakers right now and uh, just seeing how everything's going, we're going to wait and see. But I think they should be on the hot seat with him if he doesn't change Yeah, I mean, I think Jawan Howard is eventually an NBA coach, to be honest with you. I don't think it matters if you do bad in college for the NBA, uh, whether that's good, bad, or indifferent. But – I think Jawan is in the association, not in college. I mean, obviously, when you take the Michigan job, that's a job that's probably near and dear to his heart. I don't know that mm-hmm. Jawan Howard was mm-hmm. going to be taking a lot of college jobs. So, I mean, we'll have to wait and see. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's not a it's not a good situation. You got to remember, Jawan Howard's had some issues too. 
which uh, do a little bit longer rope. And if you're an alum to boot, you really have a longer rope. That's fair. So we'll see what happens. Uh, one cool thing that I did see was Indiana State, for the first time they're back in the top 25 since Larry Bird was. Yeah. So, um, that goes, but that is something that, because of how long it's been, it's a plus to even see that happening. It's seen something that week where let's see. since you weren't on last week, did you hear the uh, information about Kirk Herb Street reportedly encouraged Dylan Bell yep. from Georgia to Nebraska? Yep. What do you think about that? I mean, you know, it, it, it is what it is. I mean, I don't know that you know i mean people with major media influence are going to uh throw their clout around it just depends on how they throw it um i mean i think it was a weird situation for herb street um especially when it didn't involve ohio state if i'm not mistaken so like you know i thought it was just kind of i mean it's one of those things to where when you're on uh, a network like herb street is just be smart. I mean, why are you why are you getting involved in that mess? Well, I mean, that's the second stupid thing he's done. How the how they already had the helmets for the playoffs set up before they even announced the four teams. So that's a big difference in this, though. So that's a huge difference. True, but his journalistic integrity has been taking a hit, and well, so let me channel Tyler real quick. Because anybody with ESPN right now who is uh, not, I mean, let's let's think about it this way. Herb Street's not a journalist. Herb Street's a personality. So I think people that are personalities feel like they live by a different set of rules. But you still, like you said, you have to have a little bit of integrity somewhere in this thing. And not integrity like, you know, I think he's a, he's a terrible human being or whatnot. But you just got to have some, you know, not doing... Uh, foolish things, like you said, when the microscope's on you. So I don't think that he's got the same journalistic integrity that Chris Fowler does. But at the same time, like you talked about, I mean, he is a representative of the network. And if you're a representative of the network and, you know, doing stuff like this, I mean, you got to you got to know better. Yeah, that and the other thing for him was um, Dylan Rayle at the time was Committing, already decommitted from Ohio State to Georgia. So this was him decommitting from Georgia, then committing to Nebraska. So one other thing I saw that was uh, pretty cool men's basketball. They had a I don't know if I'd say child or a got to bring Cameron indoor during the game after she beat cancer that or not yeah I, I did catch a little bit of that I think I sent that to you as well because that was uh 
I'm not always the biggest Duke fan, but I can appreciate that. And I mean, that's something that Shona did, and her family never forget. And Duke will never forget that either for that game. So, definitely congratulations to her. And we will see about that. Uh, I don't know if you watched a. I assume you watched a little of the Super Bowl. I did. What did you think about the game? We'll, we'll talk about it very much. What did you think about the game? In, in what respect? Uh, no, I was honestly pulling for both teams to lose. So for me, having no dog in the fight, and I think the people that had that didn't have a dog in the fight, but maybe had a dog with DraftKings or you know some other uh, sports gambling thing, they yes. might have cared a lot more than I would have. True. Uh, speaking of that, Sportscast a partner with for us. We just make our picks by ourselves. Didn't actually talk about that. And well, I had wanted the 49ers to win. And I wanted Gronk to make the kick, so I lost on both things. But you know what? That's okay. Yeah, I mean, I really had no, no, uh, no interest whatsoever. I'm not a, uh, I'm not a Chiefs fan. I'm not a 49ers fan. I mean, I don't loathe them, but it's just one of those situations to where, if the Chiefs had won, I'd be okay. If the 49ers had won, I'd be okay. Um, if they both lost, that'd have been really good. That's definitely fair. Um, but the although thing that I classless thing of it was when Kelsey pushed Andy Reid, Travis Kelsey. I think that is a uh, play that's getting a lot of attention because we live in a 24-hour news cycle. Um, I think a lot of times what does what happens on sidelines and in locker rooms the public is not as privy to, but they see a snippet here, a snippet there, and then they become experts on a certain team. From the from the naked eye, I 100% agree with you. It looks bad. But I think that, you know, so many people have gotten gist of it. Sometimes people that aren't even sports fans, aren't even Chiefs fans, aren't even anything, and they've just mm-hmm. ran with it to an incredible degree, and, you know, that's all I got about that. All I'm going to say in response is Jason Kelsey even got to admit that he went too far with it, and what Travis Kelsey said was, keep me in, don't pull me out next time, trust me. But it's just because that happened, how it happened, it just didn't come out the right way. Travis Kelsey was able to do what he had to do with the rest of the game. But something that even Andy Reid's like, hey, I got cameras on me. You can see that, and then it's going to go downhill from there. Well, in this day and age, it's kind of like we talked about with Herb Street. There's always mm-hmm. a camera. There's always a microphone. <clears throat> there's always something somewhere. I mean, the only way to keep a secret is don't tell anybody. And yep. you tell anybody, whether they're your best friend, 
whether anything, any, anything like this, anything like that, somebody's going to find out. And, you know, I'm going to use the uh, word stupid here. If you're stupid enough to do something like that, either on a camera or a hot mic, sure. You're going to get, um, you're going to get blowback, but you know, I'll be honest with you. I don't think Travis Kelsey cares about this. I don't think Andy Reid cares about this, but I think that everybody who has either a child or or more is using this as a moment to where, hey, we don't do that. But you know, I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I don't. I have no idea the situation. Like, I don't know why it happened. I don't know anything like that, and I feel like it got blown way out of proportion. Okay, that's fair. I mean, but I understand. Hey, I'm, I understand your point 100%. And I don't disagree with your point. I don't even know if I agree with my point 100%. But I just think that I think in today's day and age with the world we live in, I think people um, I think people run with stuff that they see and know nothing about or stuff they hear. And, you know, it's kind of like if something happens, within your walls and somebody saw it from the outside, they might be like, holy cow, how can this happen? But in the grand scheme of things, you know, like, you know, we don't know. So I totally understand. I'm not trying to um, excuse it, although it sounds like I am. But at the end of the day, we don't know what happened. Could he have handled it a better way? Sure. But, you know, I mean, I just think that people are getting too, um, I don't know. I, I, if I'm going to put a stake in the ground and argue about something to the umpteenth degree, th- I'm probably going to argue about something else. That is fair. I know that uh, one thing that some people did during the game, they played a uh, adult beverage game. Yep. They decided that they would uh, – take a drink every time they saw Taylor Swift during the Super Bowl coverage? I think I counted it was either 11 or 13 times total. Exactly. So if you were When the game started. Yeah, so depending on when that happened, Mm -hmm. by the end of the game, there were probably some people that were a little... um, A little woozy. Yeah. Well, probably there were people a little woozy before the game started too, so... 100%. That is very true. So, uh, we'll definitely see. Earlier this week, or actually a few hours, SEC Mike, Michael W. Bratton, he posted that a comment on Gate sums up the content I know quite well. And the person's name is Sean Zavelli the Don. And his post says, well, let's do some local car dealership commercials has now become I have to put aside money every month so we don't lose to Arkansas. And then you see a picture of Ryan. Boy, that escalated quickly. I mean, that really got out of hand fast. Yeah. I mean, you know, I have no sympathy for anybody on the NIL because the the grown-ups have fed into this the you know the boosters 
are feeding into this. The NIL is a necessary evil if you want to compete. You're going to have to spend, unfortunately. And, you know, I don't think that's what the the nature of the NIL was. But, you know, it's just turned into an absolute mess. And, you know, I mean, you, you said it earlier in the episode here. I mean, mm-hmm. a lot of it is there is uh, a lack of institutional control by the NCAA. And you can't put the genie back in the bottle. I mean, that's the bottom line. No. A better chance of... Caitlin Clark... Caitlin Clark... Not scoring the eight-point shooting in Tomorrow. But she's supposed to break the record tomorrow if all goes well. Eight points, I think. I think everything will go well. Yeah, no, did you watch the game on No, I did not. They had an eight-point lead about four minutes ago, and then they were unable to score. And Nebraska was able to win by five. Yep. So because of that, Ohio State for the women has now jumped up to number two. We're going to see how that goes, but I think that Iowa's going to be able to be at least a two seed. I'm not sure if Ohio State's going to stay being a one seed, but we'll wait and see. But it's, I'd say right now they are the, uh, in the Big Ten for women at the moment. Yep. Have you started making predictions for your brackets yet? Nope, has not hit my mind. Okay, well, I know uh, next week we're going to uh, Nick Hodel on again. The one, the gentleman who we had last year. Yep. Who had been doing the top twenty-five brackets every week? Yep. Yeah, he is. Uh, uh, I talked to that he was going to come on next week, so we'll be able to ask him some questions and uh, also get his view for how the NIL is going and just for the different coaches and maybe what jobs he thinks are going to be open for next year as well. Is there anything that you can think of that we haven't really talked about today, sir? Just because, uh, as always, you've you've hit you've hit out of the park. I want to make sure that next week we talk with Nick about men and women's basketball and the other sports, like I did last week. But, uh, sir, what were you able to do since today is Ash Wednesday and Valentine's Day together? Able to. do something nice for your daughters today. It has been a hectic day, and I have not breathed but about 10 breaths. Only 10? Dude, that's I mean, high I, for me these days. I mean, that's about four more than I've had today, so, I mean, I'm impressed by that. I know. I'm, 
do that, but and uh, I mean, I, I I was able to do a little something with mine and just the rest of my family. But that being said, I'm glad that we were able to do this tonight. Wanted to wish you. Uh, do you remember that message I sent you earlier today? Uh, refresh me. I did not call the today single awareness day. Yes. Because I feel that today is happy we are alive day. Because today is, Yes, I do remember that. Yes, sir. I think saying single awareness day we already had every day. I think happy we are alive day is a better way of putting it for how this sure. day means for when we are trying to figure things out and just go with the flow. Yep. But if you can understand where I'm going with that. I do. It makes sense to me. Okay. That being said, I hope that for the rest of everyone in your life, they were able to enjoy the holiday and get the uh, benefits of it if you were able to help them with that. I know for me, I, I spent way too much on uh, flowers, candy, and dinner. But happy people, happy life, right? Absolutely. That, got to make sure there's some good memories Yes, sir. Now, as I'm with, I see that if Caitlin Clark does get the eight points, what she's done this year of this record, every game that she's been have all been Okay. going to break the record in the first. Or the second quarter? You know, I don't know. I mean, I think it'll be one of the two. The way that I've noticed for her, she gets off to a hot start. I know she likes getting a lot of assists. Right. I She's going to get it. I'm going to call my shot here, and you can tell me if I'm right or wrong. I'm going to break the record with about five minutes left in the first quarter. She'll probably have okay. eight points then. I'm going to say she'll have two assists, two or three rebounds, and a steal by then. Okay. Man, really specific. I'm going to try to be. That way it's either go big or go home. Yeah, you're dead going right. So, this able to uh, laugh at me and uh, tell me I need to try to work on this even more than usual. How about that? I'll remind you. Sounds good. That and uh, one other thing I do want to mention is I've been watching gymnastics with my daughter and um, there's a Florida gymnast.
Bobby, remember how hard it yep. achieve? Yep. There is a gymnast from Florida, Leanne Wong. Okay. She has already hit seven perfect tens. Okay. Pretty good. She actually got one last week. So, with Paris coming up, I'm waiting to see how she does. But we were watching yeah, meet and saw her performance. So, for you by a point, 1.6, I want to say. It doesn't sound like much, but it was against LSU, which are the two top in the SEC for right now. So right. watching that and seeing how the perfect 10 went, it's not to be talked about later on in the year. Sure. I know it's something that we're not. You know that uh, just with how that's going to come up and just for It's going to be something we'll keep our eye on at least a little bit. I mean, I know we got sports and the fall sports and the spring sports to come because I know we got lacrosse starting now. We have baseball and softball. UCLA had a uh, massive injury to one of their outfielders last week, so we're going to see how she's. But uh, real quick, the number one and number two teams – Cross right now in um from if I told you it was Virginia Tech and wow so that's your uh that's your immaculate grid interesting trivia for the day how about that that'll work all right well sir I know it's about that time if we were going to try to get a hold of you outside of here how would we do so uh, I have to start saying X. I'm always used to saying Twitter, but uh, the Sports Buffet on X is where you can find me. Okay, yeah, no, just because I know that you've been putting in the work on there, making some strides on that, so that way we can make sure that get you a little bit more people looking at you on there for it. For me, if you find me, it's either on Alan F. West or Twitter. I need to post on there again. It's almost that time, so... Once every few months, right around the tournament, I'll probably post again. And then on Facebook and Instagram, it's uh, alan.west.46. But this has been the Top 25 Rundown. That's Bob Alvis. I'm Alvis. Thank you for your time. We'll see you next week. <laughs>